Previously heard on Good Hope FM. This is Ruby Burton. It's called Short Girls on Good Hope FM as we connect Cape Town to the lovely Claire Wynn Stanley, who's back in our studio. It's so good to see you. Good to see you guys. Yeah, you've been traveling and flitting all around the world. I'm so jelly of your Insta game as well. Well, just Asia, Hong Kong to be specific. Okay. So eating a whole bunch of Chinese food and loving it. Um, this this is the thing for me because you, you post photographs of food that you are supposedly eating, but it doesn't look like you eat. Ooh, I eat. And Do thank you? Thank goodness. I've got my parents' genes. Thank goodness. <laughs> Very high metabolism. Uh, Claire Wynn Stanley is in. Make sure you go and check out her YouTube channel because I know you're posting videos and you're working on content all the time. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule just to share your um, your incredible knowledge, your wealth of knowledge when it comes to food <laughs> and things. Uh, and I like doing this ahead of the festive season because as we get closer to Christmas, we start thinking about what's going to happen on Christmas Day. Or do or, we start stressing about what's going to happen on Christmas Day? You know, for me, for the longest time it's always been my my mom and her sister's thing to figure out but the older i've gotten and now having kids of our own it's a kind of a situation like now it's our responsibility to think that far mm-hmm. ahead so it is definitely getting to that point like now we start to stress about what's going to be served um and invariably there's far too much food always when it comes to your household and if you remember christmas growing up were there always particular things that were always on the table around festive season absolutely gammon Oh, I can't live with Christmas without gammon. I love it. And on the note of too much food, leftovers. Next day, mustard on a sandwich, just the best thing. So definitely gammon, definitely roast potatoes. Got to have those. And some people don't like these, but Brussels sprouts. I love them. No. Love them. Wait. Okay. Can you? Okay, Claire, you may have to make them for me before I. Before. How would you prepare Brussels sprouts and that makes it Christmas? Ooh. So, exactly. <laughs> what? Somebody said something off mic. What did With you say? bacon. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gotta have some bacon. Just Deep fried. fried and wrapped in bacon. <laughs> well, wrapping, I don't know. That takes time and effort, eh? With cheese. Just quite in a pan with bits of bacon and it's delicious. Lots of butter, salt, pepper, squeeze of lemon. Yum. Do you cook them down so that they just don't taste like anything? No, you still want, they're still vegetables. So you they're still, still crunch. You still want a little bit of crunch in there. Okay. I think that's the thing is you grow up with... Boiled Brussels sprouts? Yeah, that's my problem, I think. Ooh, no, 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 no. you got to put some flavor on it. It just reminds me of my grandparents in Johannesburg and going <laughs> and having to eat them because they prepared them. I didn't like them at all. Oh, it's Christmas for me. Uh, for you, classic combos when it comes to Christmas, are there particular flavors that just have to be at that table? Ooh, so that like back to the gammon thing, that's sweet and salty from the gammon. So you've got that like orange marmalade glaze on your gammon yeah. and the salty pork coming through. That's delicious. I love that sort of thing. Um, maybe not a flavor so much, but an absolute must. Trifle for dessert. Got to have trifle. See, I love trifle. Yeah, I think that's also been a very, very much a staple around our family Christmas tables. Is, I mean, there might be seven different desserts, but trifle has to be there. You but can't are, leave it out. Are you the classic jelly, cream, and fruit, or do you like mix it up and put all sorts of things in there? No, it's generally a classic because it was always my grandmother's thing that had to be there. So the custard was involved, there was cream involved, there was a sponge cake involved. Uh, something that hasn't been prepared in my family for the longest time is a Christmas cake. And I remember mm. my grand from my dad's side of the family used to start doing that months, months in advance. Yes. Is it too late still to get your Christmas cake ready for Christmas Day? Ooh, what are we on now? Just uh, un- over a month, got a month, month hey? left, yeah. I mean, it's, it's Pushing cutting it, it's cutting it is fine it really? to get that, you know, the, the, the tipple in there. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure that it's really soaked through. Uh, Claire is in, of course, sharing ideas as far as uh, festive foods are concerned. Um, so the, the story we pitched to Claire is simply this, and we'll share more ideas in a bit. It's Christmas lunch. Maybe a dinner, I suppose, but Christmas lunch. It's a potluck kind of a situation. So there's a bunch of family members coming together and each has been said, been told that they need to bring a plate of 
a particular Something dish. Um, so we've said to Claire starters, please. Mm. Um, canapes or I don't know what you would refer to them as. Um, and I'm very excited to find out what exactly you have made. Um, I don't see anything yet, so I'm assuming it's, it's a secret. Okay, <laughs> Claire and Stanley is in. Hold on. My name's Sean, and you're listening to Fast Forward as we chat Wednesday evenings all about food. Tonight is no different. Claire and Stanley is in. If you haven't yet, check out GoodLookingAndCooking.com and search for that YouTube page because the stuff coming out of Claire's kitchen is phenom. As the, per- the smell permeates through this very studio, and you can hear this this live just building in my mouth. Nothing to talk there. <laughs> uh, so we're chatting festive foods and ideas as far as festive foods are concerned. Uh, we pitched this to Claire. We said, "Okay, Claire, it's a potluck uh, Christmas lunch, and uh, Claire, you need to bring some kind of a starter, all right?" And Claire went into her kitchen, and you cooked up something which looks delicious. What have you done? Well, I baked up something delicious. Baked. Mm. So, the, I mean, potluck, you want people to share. I think Christmas in general, you want people to share. Definitely. So, what I did was a pull apart rosemary pesto bread. Okay, that's a mouthful in its shaped own. Shaped as a wreath. Ah. A wreath. So let's let's make it proper festive here. So. If you're making it from scratch, the bread, it's going to take you a little bit of time, which I did, you know, as one does. Clay and Stanley. But to yeah. save time, as we like to do at Christmas, yep. go ahead, buy the dough ready-made, and you literally roll it out, kind of add whatever you want inside there. I added a sun-dried tomato pesto, a basil pesto, and cheese, lots oh, of cheese. Thank you very much. And if you want to, you can add some parma ham in there, and you literally roll out your bread dough flat. Put all your fillings in there, roll it up again like a sausage roll. You can cut out little sort of round circles, pinwheels, if you will, and then stack it up into a container. And, the, uh, you know, you don't have to make it in a wreath. You can just pop it into any old cake make tin. It square. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. But if you want to make it into a wreath, just use something round. I used a cookie cutter. Pop it in the middle and build around that. And then you'll get that good old festive touch to it. Yeah, because then when you bake it and you take it out of the like a springform pan or something, then it is in exactly that shape. Would you use that center for placing a dip in the center as well? Oh, do you know what I would do? What? Is bake some camembert into there. So you know you take oh like a gosh. a nice big wheel of I think you call it a wheel, yeah. yeah. A wheel of camembert, put it into the middle, probably the last hmm, let's say fifteen minutes of baking or at the end of baking, pop out your cookie cutter, whatever you're using to kind of hold that shape, put the camembert in there, and put it in the oven, and you've got oozy, melty cheese to oh. pull apart that bread and dunk it in. Talk dirty to me. <laughs> uh, so we're going to tuck into that real quick. If people are looking for other festive ideas, can they find some more on your website? Or have you got any other suggestions in terms of like a starter that's uh, interesting, different, and relatively easy? So there's all sorts of fun sharing things you can go and grab on goodlookingcooking.com. Otherwise, I like, again, like to say, have something sharing, something that you can all come together communally and enjoy. Okay. So dips. Everyone loves dips. Oh, things yeah. like like this bread that you can dip into. That's delicious. A good old firm favorite of mine at Christmas time is those little chipolata sausages. <gasps> that for oh. me. I've forgotten about those. <laughs> I've forgotten about those. So honey mustard or wrapped in more ham, you know, ham on ham. ham. <laughs> <laughs> and those like... Baked in the oven or tossed into the pan, little toothpicks, off you go, eating those simply delicious food. So that sort of stuff. Good sharing 
bite-sized portions. Because sharing is caring, Claire. Absolutely. And you clearly care very deeply for us because <laughs> you're about to share that delicious <laughs> pull-apart rosemary and pesto bread wreath. Yes. I got it all in one. there. Thank you very much. Um, okay, all that's left to say as my mouth waters again is um, <clears throat> let's eat. Yeah, Claire and Stanley, ladies and gents. Hey, yo, check it out. Good Hope FM. Goodhopefm.co.za now. now.